I went through so many fucking team blog posts, bro. I went, oh, bro, I went me through, too. <laughs> I went through like so many. I went through like every single mock draft I could find from like a reliable source. Who, who I went on to like eight is the Falcons, Drake London. Oh, I put Garrett Wilson. I put Desmond Riddler because I read in those too many Falcons blogs. They're going to just, damn, they're going to cancel Mariota like that. Yeah, no, that's why no, I think I think no. it's gonna I think it's gonna be a receiver. I think they're gonna help out Mariota because it's a two year deal. I don't know if they go receiver. They might try to grab a receiver later. Uh, they I have think, so many needs think, on that defense too. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, like it's it's corner or nothing, and or at least in my mock draft, it's corner or nothing. This motherfucker said I put Desmond Ritter. I don't have him <laughs> in my first round. I got him at thirty two. Hell no! Do not put him on my Lions, man. You gonna you gonna you gonna put him at eight? You gonna put him at eight? But you're not gonna. Like I said, like I said, not my not my team, not my problem. (laughs) Who do you have the Lions picking at two? Then, who am I gonna have to plan for? Don't worry about it. I'm gonna have. He's the best, most versatile player in the draft. Well, it depends who you take at one. Because that impacts it completely. Who we consensusly well, choose for one. Well, I'm taking Hutch at one. I'm pretty start, sure that's consensual. Get it going then, since we're already talking well, about Well, yeah, I guess so. I, just, I guess we just say, fuck my computer. Well, if we consensusly choose Aiden Hutchinson, because I'm either taking Kyle Hamilton or Aiden Hutchinson if he falls. Bro, Kyle Hamilton been falling. Yeah, Kyle Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton fell for me. Just because, like, he had a. Fo- he had a four seven forty as a safety, bro. Oh. It wasn't that slow. It wasn't that slow. It was like four. It five, was a four seven. Four five nine. He, he ran it at his fucking pro day. Pro day. Why do you run it again, dumbass nigga? Why the fuck are you running? Stop four, running. Five, nine. That's what. That's why he fell. That's yeah, why he stop fell. running. Bro. That's why he's been falling. God damn. Don't worry about it. With my team, I'm choosing my player. No, but okay, so. I was doing this, and, like, Josh was in the room while I was doing my mantra. And he, I was like, bro, I don't see it in Kyle Hamilton. Because, like, and we were, like, figuring out, oh, how fast he was. Like, what the fuck was up with him? To be fair, my bro brought up a good point. I don't know of many, like, all cat like, super good safety that are just fucking speedsters. Well, still, Plus, yeah, like, four, if you're running a 4-7, that's super slow if you got a couple I don't, of fields. I don't think teams are going to – Look at that and take that for granted. Because if you watch his actual highlights, which I did, like, dude, cover his field. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but like, yeah. it's just like he's supposed like, to you be can a run top a bad three 40. pick. You can run I'm, a bad wait, forty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out here real quick. I am so glad you didn't say Malik Willis. I would have, I would have flew to California and slapped the shit out of you if you said Malik Willis at two. Uh, no, everyone keeps saying Malik crazy. Willis, and I do not want I Malik Willis. That's I would have, like, sla- I would have slapped you. I hate that. I, hate I also. That I also don't like either of the edges outside of Aiden Hutchinson for Detroit. I think Kyle Hamilton. Really? Trayvon Walker? Panay has come out and said that he wants him. Like, that's your or- that's oh, his Oregon dog. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. his Oregon dog. That doesn't mean I want him. Like that guy. No, but everyone's saying the, the only reason he's been falling is because everyone's saying he's a cocky mother. He's, he's just a cocky bitch. Well, I've, seen, press- I've seen what? three three mock drafts that I looked up today. That all said Kyle Hamilton, number two. The only reason Kayvon's been falling is because at his press conferences, he was like, I don't understand why you guys are saying that I'm not the best prospect. 
and they're saying they're saying that's a toxic locker room environment. So they're so they're knocking him for that. Give me him. It's bullshit. Yeah, give me him. Um, I don't think I think he's better. Than I don't him. like him. I don't I, like Aiden Hutchinson. How can you not like Aiden Hutchinson? <laughs> bro, like he doesn't jump off the screen to me. Like if he, I don't know, bro. If you watch hmm, what games. Um, he broke Michigan single season attack. Hold up, I'll just get into it. I'll just get into it. Yeah, we'll just get into oh, it. We'll get we'll get right back to it. And this is college. This before is, we're we, not about to go play against the Big Ten. You play. Be, before we before we even get into it, we'll talk about that. Hey yo, it's the podcast coming at you live with another episode of Show Me Your TDs. We got I'm here. We got Raiden, and we got Dev. Let's Just see. the three of us again. Today we got um our first NFL mock draft. We'll be working together to try and find a consensus to build the perfect mock draft. <laughs> you rough. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about we were just talking about it before we get in. Cause I mean, I feel like those those three guys are probably gonna be top five, top ten guys for all of us, depending on where we consistently put them. But Aiden Hutchinson who I think is the best player in the draft, who I pray falls to number two. I think he's the best by far at the end. Dev thinks differently. And my argument for why Aiden Hutchinson does deserve to be number one is that dude's a freak of nature. Like he's 6'7", 260. He ran a 4'7", 40. Um, he's set single season sack records. He's had a great career. Um, at the combine, he ranked sixth overall in the three cone and fourth in the 20 yard shuttle out of all players, not just the ends out of all players. Dude's got a motor on him, 62 tackles, 36 solo tackles, 14 sacks and two forced fumbles just this year. And even in key games, he had seven tackles, five solo tackles and three sacks against Ohio state, which is their biggest rival other than Michigan state. And even in the big games, this guy's always put up huge numbers like this. This is a beast. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Aiden Hutchinson at number one. Uh, and to me, I'm looking at it from the team standpoint. I think that, yeah, th- there is an argument to be made that Evan Neal can go number one to protect Trevor Lawrence, to protect their franchise guy. But when you don't have a defense, none of that matters. Uh, they're at the bottom of the league in sacks last year. And, I mean, they have, you know, not, they have a good pass rusher in Josh Allen. Uh, you you help him out by giving him another pass rusher, take the double team away, and then that defense is, I mean, not good, but not bad. Mm, I also put uh, Aiden Hutchinson as the one pick, even though I don't realistically think he's going to end up being the best edge rusher coming out of this class. But, like, I'm really willing to just – like give it to the Jags just because I feel like he's been consensus consensus number one pick for a minute now. All right, so uh, we have come to an agreement. All right, starting off good, Aiden Hutchinson, the number one to the Jags. Yeah. Um, number two is the D- Detroit Lions. So that's Carter's. <laughs> I will be taking because we will be taking our own favorite teams, and <clears throat> we tank this year for a reason. And I think. Our general manager has gone in the right direction. I think we're going to take the best player available, who I believe is Kyle Hamilton for our defense. 
we have one solid safety, but I think adding a second one who can play both in the box and over the top with his, I mean, Raiden brought it up. His 40 wasn't the best, but I've seen film with him. And I think most GMs will see that this dude can cover the field. He's 6'4", 220, and his frame will allow for him to add on a whole lot more weight. Like, he's a freak of nature. Uh, yeah, the dude's dog. I mean, uh, this is this is your pick, so, I mean, I'm not going to impose yeah. too much of an argument. Uh, in my own mock draft, I had um, Kayvon Thibodeau going there just to, I mean, he, he was the guy that everyone was talking about, number one pick a year ago, and, I mean, I don't see any reason why he should have fallen off, fallen away from that number one pick. But, um, I mean, yeah, Kyle Hamilton, not, not a horrible not a horrible choice. Yeah, Kyle Hamilton's a guy that we've seen be in the top five, top threes of a lot of these mock drafts coming out. I mean, up until recently, he's started to fall, of course. But then, honestly, I had Kyle Hamilton falling just outside the top ten for me. But that's because I didn't really – I feel like I haven't seen a safety go that early, so I don't know how high the value is for the pick, like, in that – because I've seen premium positions such as, like, tackles, the D, the edge rushers, guys like that go off really early. So that's the only reason I had him so low. But I do think he could be a gener- generational talent, especially with his length and – I just think he's one of those Kyle, Pitt, Kyle Pitts types of guys where he's just – such a good talent, it's hard to pass him. And I mean, Thibodeau's yeah. kind of the same way, so I understand. Did you have him at two as well, Dev? I had Thibodeau as two, at two as well. I just, for my lines at least, I mean, we've taken edges before, and sometimes they don't pan out the same way. I mean, you've seen the Jaguars. They wasted their top ten picks, I think, two of the last three seasons on edge rushers. I mean, one of them turned out to be good, but, I mean, they still ranked in the bottom of sacks. So I think we take the, we should take the best player here. That's just my opinion for my team. How far how far down did you have Kyle Hamilton, Raiden? Um, I had him. I had him at seven, going going to the Giants with their second for, or second top ten pick. Um, yeah. So all right, we got the Jags going Aiden Hutchinson at one. The Lions going Kyle Hamilton at two. And at three, I have the Texans selecting. Well, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll put Kayvon Thibodeau there. Originally, I had um, I had them taking uh, Walker. But um, mm-hmm. to me, Thibodeau has a higher ceiling uh, between him and Walker. Uh, I mean, Thibodeau just had a lot more success throughout college. Walker only had nine and a half sacks for his career. Uh, right now, the hype around him is just on potential and what we've seen at the combine and his pro day and all of that. But uh, Thibodeau is a safer, safer bet. I know the Texans have needs everywhere, but to get a franchise <laughs> guy, to get a franchise guy like Thibodeau, a safe option, high ceiling. Um, I, I think that's, I think that's where they should go. Um, I guess if we don't put. Thibodeau on the Lions, we could go there as well, but I would like to just try for Evan Neal just because I think he could be a cornerstone for, like, any offensive line coming in. Or even as a rookie, you could place him anywhere on that line besides, like, really, like, center and stuff like that. But I think that's my case for that Texas pick. Evan Neal, they said they want to stick with Davis Mills at quarterback, so hopefully – 
to get him some protection and some weapons later on in this draft. I think that's my um, case. I I agree with Dev on the going offensive lineman side, but um, I actually think that Iki Ikwanu is probably the guy that they will take. At least I think so. I think when I was doing my research, I graded him out as a better offensive lineman than Evan Neal because I think based on potential, I think Evan Neal is the most pro-ready lineman, mm-hmm. and it could go either way between these two as the top offensive lineman, but I just think that he just shows a lot of, like, raw strength and power and just, like, potential to be a better offensive lineman than Evan Neal, and I think the Texans might go with him. Well, if – Although if we're, if we're going to go along the lines of an offensive lineman, I think that the the safer option is Evan Neal. I mean, he he was a cornerstone on that Bama offensive line. He he blocked for Mac Jones. He blocked for Bryce Young, both of whom had great college careers. Evan Neal. I mean, there's not too many flaws to his game, but for him, it's more of what you what you've seen is what you're going to get, and yeah. it, that's it's just a solid piece with with Iquanu, um, like he he needs some refining. A lot of a lot of what's around him is uh, potential. Uh, he's a great run blocker, um, but I mean he does let up in the passing game a little bit. But he he's a, he's a really smart dude and all of that. So that's why he deserves to be up there. I have him as my uh, I mean I have him as my second old lineman. But a lot of it is scheme. But um, I, I have no problem going uh, Neil here. Um. <laughs> I know I said Evan Neal, but Raiden, I want to ask you, between Evan Neal and Ikem Okonwu, who do you mm-hmm. really think the Texans are going to pick? Especially with the Jets right behind them. Who do you think the Texans are going to pick? You know, I mean, I, I think if Thibodeau is there, I know all of New York would be thrilled to get Thibodeau. Um, so I think, I think it really doesn't matter. Uh Who Between Okonwu, Okonwu, and Neil, do you think the Texans would pick Okonwu or Neil? I th- I think just for the safety, um, I I think I think they go with Evan Neal. I would go with Evan Neal too, but for some reason, I think the Texans go Okonwu just because I don't know. I feel like they don't go with the safe route. I feel like they try and like really hit. But I'm willing to. That, that's what I think so too. Just because I think the Texans right now they have no, they have holes everywhere, like their whole team's a hole. So I think they're yeah. gonna try and shoot for the fences and grab, grab either. I think it's at least for me how I view the Texans. I think they're gonna go with a Quonu or Thibodeau if they, these are the two picks that fall to them. They might even go Hamilton if Hamilton does fall here because I think they're going uh-huh. for the biggest boom in the draft. Yeah, instead of yeah, the no, safer options. The the reason that I had Thibodeau there, I mean, not only is he gonna be a beast for them on defense I mean well his his big hit and a lot of the the negativity around him right now is that he's he's cocky he he, he's came come out and said that he believes he's the best player in the uh he should be graded as the best player in the draft and everyone's taking that as like he's too cocky he is a toxic uh he's toxic in the locker room but right now the Texans don't really have anybody they don't have anybody that like will take that leadership role like and really go with it. And I feel like Thibodeau will, will rise into that and like be that for the Texans. Okay, I can so... see him. I can see him going either way. I just think 
or at least I thought that they maybe with the statement about them staying with Mills, they might try to protect him. But I can uh, see him going either way. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine either way. Uh, if uh, if Dev's um, if Dev's letting Carter take the reins on this one, I'm I'm fine with Aquino uh, yeah. going there. Me too, because I think it leaves open if Aquino goes to the Texans and you still have Neil Thibodeau on the board. Oh no no no! Wait, do we have Thibodeau? Yeah, on Neil the board and, Neil and Thibodeau on the board. Yeah, Aquino goes third because we took Kyle Hampton in second, yeah. right? So then, oh. I think if we take a coin we here, it might uh, leave some room for the next few picks to really, or I think I don't know. I think if we take oh, a yeah. coin here, it'll be better for our draft. Oh yeah, my <laughs> yeah. my my mock is getting all messed up right now. So yeah, exactly. We have to, <laughs> I mean, exactly. I, I'm I I argued that because I have to be going right after him to the Jets. I think yeah. that's a huge need for them. Yeah, I have sure. Evan Neal going to the Jets. But I'm so down to go with Thibodeau too, because if he's there, there's no reason you shouldn't take them, take him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then the 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 only reason why I don't I don't have the Jets stay, going anywhere near uh, offensive line is because I mean they they got Elijah Vera Tucker last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they have a solid O line like Ryan McGovern. He's he's a solid piece. I mean, just overall, the offensive line is not a weakness weakness for them. Um, their holes are just everywhere else. Um, in my mock draft, I had them taking Ahmad Gardner um, just because I, I really like the scheme fit. Uh, I think he's the best corner in the draft. I, I think he's the safest corner in the draft. Um, but, I mean, if, if Thibodeau is there, that, that's the guy you got to grab. And, that's I mean, yeah. that's the guy everyone in New York wants. I, I like I like Garner to them too, but yeah, Thibodeau's on the board. I got Thibodeau going to the Jets. Same. I think we can all agree on Thibodeau to the Jets then. Okay. I feel like. And then we got the Giants next. It has to be between either edge or O line here, I think, right? Yeah. And I I have them taking Evan Neal on mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm 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 totally okay with that. Uh, Same here. They, they, yeah, they believe that Daniel Jones is their dude. Whether <laughs> whether yeah. we should believe that or not, Daniel Jones is that dude, mm-hmm. and they need to protect him. That O line is miserable. Um, I just so yeah. I, I think that it's the smartest pick for them because I think the next two edges are both pretty even and. The Panthers, even if they take one, you still have the next one, two picks. You have your next pick two picks later. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Evan Neal there. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, this Panthers one, I don't even want to go uh, first. Uh, I got well, – I'm, I'm hearing Kenny Pickett. So, that's yeah, me why too. I'm Kenny Pickett. Okay, bet, 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 bet. I, they need I, a quarterback. Honest, yeah. Honestly, I Honestly, I hate that pick. Me too. I don't think Kenny Pickett is the best quarterback in the draft. I don't think that they should be picking any quarterback in the top 10 this year. Um, I just really don't like that this is the direction they're going to go. But it seems that way just because, like, the head coach went, the GM saw him, the quarterback coach went, the head scout. Like, everyone was there at yeah. his pro day. Everyone's been talking highly of this dude. Sam Darnold is not their dude, but – it's just unfortunate that this is the draft class that they're they're going to do that because I mean, 
next year, next year when you have CJ Stroud, you have Bryce Young. Like you have all these guys. Like th- this year to be lacking and qu- to be needing a quarterback is just rough. But Kenny Pickett seems to be their dude. I mean, it, that's exactly what it sounds like, and that's that's what I'm really hoping. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of Malik Willis to the Lions, and if they do do that at two, I'm gonna be so pissed off because that draft <laughs> class next that draft class next year looks so next immaculate. Year, yeah. Like, exactly. why take a quarterback in this draft? All right, so we got so far, we, got, we got Hutch at one, Hamilton at two, Ikwonu at three, Thibodeau at four, Neil at five, and Pickett at six, which yep. leaves the Giants, who I think need an edge, and I think yep. they're going to take Trayvon Walker. Out of Georgia. Yep. Okay, I agree with that, too. Yeah, uh, for, for me, I mean, it's, it's obvious at this point, this guy's rising up the draft boards. He's an edge rusher. But at his pro day, uh, he showed that he could take coverage snaps. Um, great combine. And, I mean, the Giants already have Aziz Ojolari on that line. So to pair, to pair uh, two Georgia products on the same line, I mean, it's going to work great. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think with how much he's rising, there's a chance that he could go above Thibodeau at some, in some people's mock drafts coming over. I don't think he's a better prospect, but I do think that his stats don't show everything because he's there's three of these D, Georgia D linemen that are all projected to go in the first round. Like there's a lot to share, share and go around. Honestly, I think Trayvon Walker is my, like I told you guys before, I wasn't like a big Hutchinson fan. And I think Trayvon Walker is probably going to end up being the best edge coming out of this draft. Um, I don't know. He has, like, even in coverage, he's there. Like, you can watch his tape from at Georgia. They drop him back into coverage. He he has pass deflections that end up being interceptions. I watch his highlights. Uh, I don't know. He seems a lot – he's, like, the term fear monger. I would look at Trayvon Walker instead of Aiden Hutchinson and put that title on Trayvon Walker. But he will fall. He will fall. I don't think he will be the number one pick. Well, if Hutchinson falls, pass one. Lions should jump. Yeah, the Lions, Lions, the Lions, that's, no, I'm that's telling you, that's what's going to happen. That's a happen. money story because he played yeah. at Michigan. Michigan. I was just got to go around exactly. a mile down the road. That's what I think is going to happen. That's what I, I hope think. happens. Like, I, as much as I like Hamilton, I would much rather see us draft Hutchinson. And I was, I'm hoping he falls. All right, and I'm sensing a little bit of controversy with uh, with this next pick. Um, there's a lot of direct. There's a few directions yeah. they can go. That's why. Yeah. So at eight, the Falcons they they need a lot of help. They they're probably going to end up with the uh, the number one pick next year. Um, but they they did they did get our boy Marcus Mariota in free agency. So um, they they signed him to a two year deal. He needs help. They don't have receivers like. There was their best receiver is Kyle Pitts right now, but he can't do it all. This is his second yeah. year. I think that they need help with more help on the offensive end than they do anywhere else, as that's the name of the game. That's the way this game's going. I think they take the best receiver in the draft in uh, Drake London. Uh, that that's a dude that you can just throw the ball up to, and he will come down with it. He's he's Mike Evans. I mean, we all know how Top we all receiver. know how high we all know how high Carter is on uh, Mike Evans and. I mean, this is this is him, two point um, Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any more I can say. He's just he's just a sure guy. He, he's a big guy. He's fast. 
sure hands. Uh, I think that's the kind of guy Mario needs. You can just throw the ball up to him and he'll get it. Um, I'm going receiver here too, but I'm going with Garrett Wilson instead. Um, reason being, I don't know, Drake London, I'm a big explosive explosive play type of guy. And I think Garrett Wilson just like offers more of that with his speed. And it's not like he can't go up and get the ball either too. He's 6'3", 210, or I might be tripping. I don't think he's 6'3", actually. I'm pretty sure he's a little smaller than that. I think he's like Yeah, he's, he's actually, yeah, they just list him at six feet. He's six foot, Yeah, but he did yeah. run that 4.3, 4.38. I don't know. I, it's a toss-up for the re- receivers, for sure, when it comes to, like, who's the best in this draft, so. I mean, my, I had I had Jermaine Johnson from FSU going to them just because they ranked low on sacks per game last year. They were one of the lowest, so I thought that was a big need for them. But I also put, like, highlighted right next to him that I could have went either way is Garrett Wilson as well as wide receiver. So if we're going wide receiver route, I just think that – Garrett Wilson's ability to like with his run after catch is what's going to probably put him as the first receiver coming off the board, no matter what team is picking as much as I love Drake London. I I'd take Drake London first out of this draft class, but for my mock, I think Garrett Wilson will be the first one to come off. And I think he gets the Falcons when what they need more or what they want team wise. See, to me, I think Drake London fits that bill a little bit more because at Ohio state, I mean, Garrett Wilson's a little guy. Like he, I mean, he's not as big as Drake London is, but he had elite guys around him. You know, when going into the Falcons, he needs to be that dude. And right, like right now, even in in this dra- in this year's draft, like there's a toss up between. I mean, it's not too much of a toss up, but like they also have a top twenty, top fifteen guy in Olave. So I, I think I think Drake was able to produce just as much with a lot less and that's what he's going to have to do when he's on the Falcons uh, and as I said he's a big body Mario is just going to need to throw it up and find him I, I think him and Pitts is a deadly duo and when that when Calvin really gets added back into the mix if he does um, I, I think that's the dude that will be able to help out help, help him out more as I, as I do believe he's the best receiver in this draft class I think Garrett Wilson is a freak, but I'm not. Oh, I mean, I'm not. Um, I'm not. I don't have a problem with going Drake London. You think that it's a good? Yeah, it's. If you think it's a good fit, just because there's a bunch of receiver needing teams that can easily take Garrett Wilson, I'll, they'll ha- be happy to as well. So. I can see yeah, that. I think there's a lot of teams that would take Drake or Garrett, but I mean, I'm fine with going Drake here. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna have the Falcons taking Drake London at at eight. Yeah. Sure. All right. So number nine. What do the Seattle Seahawks do here? Oh man. I mean, originally I had the Seahawks taking Evan Neal. I had him falling because I mean, I, I heard today that uh, when when they were doing the trade with or trading away Russell Wilson, they asked for Drew Locke. So quarterback's not the way they go. And if Drew Locke is that dude, I thought that they needed someone to protect him and Evan Neal. But I, the next available uh, or the next best offensive lineman is Charlie Cross, but I don't see that. I don't see them doing that. Um, 
So my, I, I guess, I guess the next, the next dude that I throw into that spot then is Maud Gardner, because uh, they, they do need help on that defense, especially that secondary. Uh, I know they just signed Quandre Diggs to a little extension, but he's, he's not that guy. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think? I honestly had Seattle going with Malik Willis here, and that's just because I think. I don't know. I didn't think they were really going to stick with Drew Locke, but I mean, nobody else had, like, I, I looked at different mock drafts and nobody has Malik Willis going to the Seattle Seahawks. It was just like my personal pick of like, if I'm at where they are, I probably would try and pull the trigger just in case. And they don't have, cause they don't have another first round pick. And I don't see Malik Willis going out, getting out the first round, to be honest, maybe on draft day, actually, maybe like for the actual draft, but in terms of like teams needing quarterbacks, I just don't see Drew Locke as like a viable option, honestly. I got, I got, I don't think they go quarterback here just because I think what they're telling their fans with the Russell Wilson's trade is like, we're committed to this rebound, rebuild. So I don't think they're going to go chase any like big time offensive weapons to try and build an offense to try and score points. I think they do go Ahmad Garner and they try to build this thing up maybe defensively first. Yeah, and I feel like that that combination of Pete Carroll and Mark Gardner, I mean, it's it's a match made in heaven. Um, he's just he's he's long. He's a he's, I mean, build wise, it's it's like Richard Sherman, like mm-hmm. long arms, like great build. Um, oh, big play potential. He's got two big play. Po- yes. Oh yeah, for sure. And the the man hasn't let up. What 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 what's the stat like? Like fifty yards. Any to any receiver he's ever went up against, man to man. Yeah, yeah. He only he, he gave up six point six yards per reception this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Dude, dude's a freak too. He's six foot yeah, three. Yeah, sure. he's six he's three Sherman. two ten. He's Sherman coming back in there. Mm, and and the only it, it's the same thing. It's the same case I made for the Panthers taking Pickett at six. I don't see any reason why any quarterback in this draft class should be picked within the top 10, uh, mm-hmm. especially when the draft class of quarterbacks next year is so loaded. Uh, I, I don't see any reason why any quarterback should be picked that high. So, I'm so yeah, serious. I, I do not up? even like, never mind. Continue. <laughs> that would have been bad. All right. So All yeah, right. no, I, I I'm having um Sauce Gardner at number nine. Yeah, I got yeah. Sauce Gardner at number nine. All right, and All then right. that brings we, us to number ten, the Jets. Y'all, can I say something I mean, real quick? What's up? Okay, next year's draft class for quarterbacks is loaded, but it's top heavy. You know what I'm saying? It's those two guys. That's all I can think about. That's why. Well, Ooh. if DJ Ugalele has a great yeah. season, he's oh, okay. right there in the okay. mix again. I feel, okay, yeah, that's but then, yep. but then, like, I mean, it's still the season's still young because then there's like yeah. Rattler, and then who who else just went to USC? Um, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, but he still has yeah. another year. Oh, yeah, Caleb he's Williams has one more last year. year. Rat, it, it's oh, gonna okay. be Rattler's the only other one that could join them. Yeah, but I mean, or, there, there's a lot. There's a lot hey, of quarterbacks. Don't count on my boy DG. <laughs> oh, Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel. <laughs> Oklahoma. He's not going to be a top ten quarterback pick. Oh, we don't. We don't know that. We don't know that. <laughs> um, one hit wonders. Come on. 
He's not a one-hit wonder, though. I mean, if he falls out of Oklahoma in the Big 12? Yeah, I guess. I guess, bro. It's not like Oklahoma quarterbacks are horrible. The thing is, I would be so sad because, like, it's a holy boy, but I know deep down inside that he <laughs> would not be worthy of that top 10 pick. Bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's one of the most efficient dudes even when he was at UCF. He's good. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm no, I'm saying he's a great quarterback, but NFL wise, I don't just see him as like a, some generational talent. Like a top, I don't know, top ten quarterback pick, it has to be like T Law. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Or even DJ too, just because he's fucking huge. But yeah. I don't know. I feel you on that. All right. I have the Jets going one of two ways. I have them going either receiver or cornerback. Yeah. I had them I had them going Garrett Wilson in this spot. Originally, I had them taking uh, Ahmad Gardner with their first pick, mm-hmm. but I think, I think when if Garrett Wilson's there, I think Garrett Wilson is their guy. And a lot of mock drafts and just like what I've heard around the league, they wouldn't hesitate to pick Garrett Wilson with their first pick. And if he's available here at ten, I don't, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't. They have Elijah Moore. Um, they have what's they have. What is his name? Corey Davis, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So they have they have solid two and three guys. They just need that receiver one to take that next step for Zach Wilson to take that next step. Um, and I, I Garrett Wilson, the speed he has. Uh, I mean, you guys are you guys have already talked about yeah. it. The yards after catch. I mean, He's that, a beast. that's I ha- yeah. I had that's going to be Zach Wilson's best friend. I had it between him and Mc McDuffie, but. Yeah, I, I see him taking Garrett Wilson if he's here. Yeah. Before. If Garrett, you have Trent McDuffie going over Stingley? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, I can agree with Garrett Wilson here just because I think uh, since he fell from – I had him going to Atlanta, that's why. Well, so. Let me rephrase that. I think it bas- it's based on whatever team's picking a corner yeah. at the spot. Of yeah, yes, spot. yes. Because yeah. I think it can go either way, and I think it depends on what team is picking and how they view it. Mm. So okay, yeah, this. so ten is Garrett Wilson's Jets. Yeah. The Jets have already gotten a franchise uh, pass rusher, Kayvon Thibodeau, and now they have the receiver one with Garrett Wilson. Oh, and that number eleven is the Commanders. <laughs> Derek, I put Derek Stingley here. I had Drake London going here, but yeah, I can see him going corner now too. Because you think about it, Drake London uh, and Garrett Wilson's off the board. And I think their next – I don't know if their next need is corner, but I think that is a need of theirs. They need somebody for the DBs. They could go receiver too, though. They, yeah, could, still, they could still get a lot of it if yeah. they want. I think, they, I think, okay. Those are my three I think, that I see them. Is Olave, McDuffie, or Stingley? One of those yeah, three. Yeah, that's, that's who I – Olave is who I had in this spot, and – you know, th- this pick was really the most difficult for me to, to make in my mock draft just because, like, I mean, I honestly was thinking about having them trade down because, like, they're they're decent at every position. Yeah, that's why I was they like, don't have they one. They don't have one outstanding need. So what I was thinking is someone like the Packers or the Chiefs, someone who really needs that dude, we're going to trade up. But – I just couldn't figure it out. So to me, I had them taking Olave. What the the biggest push for me to make this decision is like, I 
when I, I the only reason I made this decision is I looked at who they called in or invited to visit, and Olave was one of the names. The only the only name I think is deserving of the first round. Um, that's who they called in to visit. So, yeah, I I, I see. I'm going Chris Olave here too. Yeah, based on like what I well. think. But like, yeah, trade down is definitely an option here, and I think that's where the Packers should trade up to. Uh huh. Because especially with like that top ten, it could go anyway. Like. Honestly, you trade up to 11 with Washington. Like, Chris Olave is the worst you can get. Like, who knows? Even Drake London or Garrett Wilson could fall to the spot. Uh-huh. And Washington yeah. trades down to a lower pick in the first round where they could still land a corner, a solid cornerback because there's still, like, five more cornerbacks that are all first-round talents. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but it, it, was just, it was just hard because, like, their team does need help, but it's just – uh, it, it, it's hard to navigate any of these trades. You can't predict them. Like, like I mean, the Packers traded up to get Jordan Love. Didn't need mm-hmm. that, but they did it anyways. So um. yeah. <laughs> Y'all think? So, yeah. For me, this is how I was like viewing the cornerback situation coming into this draft. It was Ahmad, Gardner, and Derek Stanley, clear cut one and twos, and then we get to a different type of tier when we're talking about the rest of the corners, but. Carter seems to have, like, McDuffie, like, in there. And I know it – I mean, like, it's just a different type of cornerback, I think. You know what I mean for uh, yeah. McDuffie? Because I've heard from Mackie that he's actually the truth. Like, he's, like, yeah. really the yeah. truth. So, I think – I don't know. Who did we agree on for this pick? Chris Olave? Chris Olave, yeah. Okay. That's fair. I just need to figure out how where I'm going to put these uh, corners. <laughs> No, yeah. but if we're talking, if we're talking, if we're talking corners, uh, I have Derek Stingley going to the Vikings at twelve. I have him too. Okay, so he's right there. Even, he's right even there. If, yeah. like even if McDuffie's on the board, I've just heard too much like things while I was researching about the Vikings and Stingley. Okay. That yeah, I think if Stingley's here at twelve, this is who they take. Even if McDuffie's yeah. still on the board, I think that'd be mm-hmm. fire too. I would and, love to see. And the 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 biggest thing for me in in choosing, I mean, there was a lot of reasons why I think. This should be the pick, like scheme fit and just like need yeah. and all of that. But mm-hmm. they have Patrick Peterson, like LSU. Yeah, that's why I said I'd love to see it. I'd love to see yeah. it. That'd be so dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like while I while I, if Seattle and if Ahmad Garner wasn't with Seattle, I had McDuffie going to Seattle or the Jets over Stingley. I think it, it falls to this point. There's the two of them. Vikings are definitely taking Stingley over him. Okay. Okay, so Stingley in at 12 for the Vikings. That brings us to Texans' second pick at pick 13. This is where I had Drake London going, but since he's gone, uh, where do you think the Texans go with this? Uh, I think he's fallen far enough, and I think Jordan Davis. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, really? We, but like, if we already have them taking an offensive lineman at three, I don't think they go back. To oh, yeah. I forgot that line. we did that. I forgot that we did that. Um. Yeah, okay. Damn, that kind of sucks, though, because Baltimore's up next, and I had them going with Jordan Davis. Oh, so I, a, I think they, Texans could pass on Jordan Davis here. It's easy, easy for them to do that. And Just who do you pick, though? Like, they have a lot of needs. Like, that whole defense is a need. Like, I could see them taking True. Jordan Davis here. I can see him taking the guy I had going to the 
Falcons, Jermaine Johnson, the edge from Florida mm-hmm. State, who's a great talent here. They could take Devin yeah. Lloyd here. And I think that these two picks back-to-back, those if those three guys are on the board, two of those guys are going because that's what the Texans and Ravens are all looking for. So I'd be – who did you – oh, Jermaine Johnson. Yeah. I'd rather go think... Jermaine Johnson than Jordan Davis – just because <laughs> I want Baltimore to get Jordan you want Davis. Baltimore to get Jordan I like, Davis. I like Jordan Davis to Baltimore, but there's I like I like I like Lloyd there oh. too. Oh, from Utah. Yeah. I just think Lloyd and who's the other? Who's their? Who is their yeah, guy? Yeah, they last have year? another. They have another guy from Utah, don't they? No, um, another Packer they got last year. What's his name? I mean, they've just been going defensive heavy in their draft. Because I think you could have the the best two backer pairing if you match up Patrick Queen with him. And the thing the. The one thing that I have to say about the Ravens and why I like Devin Lloyd going there is that they just got Calais Campbell back. So, like, I don't see Jordan yeah, Davis okay. that much of a need. But, I mean, I can see the Texans going either way. And I think if Jordan Davis does fall to them, they're not passing up on that talent. Uh, yeah, there's okay, wait. You sh- I don't think you should. I'm going to need yeah. you guys to fill me in on uh, what's happened so far. We've just been talking nah. about the three guys we think that could go to the Texans. Jordan Davis. Oh, yeah. um, Jermaine Johnson. And then Jermaine Johnson. Lloyd. Or no, 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 that's uh, yeah. Ooh. Um, okay, or even so Devontae Watt. The, what Wyatt. about what about Nicobe Dean? What about Nicobe Dean? I uh, have Nicobe Dean rated much lower than Devin Lloyd as a backer. Yeah, Devin, to me, Devin Lloyd is the clear cut number one. Or I mean, yeah. just above above him. Just watching. We're talking it, about like pro, like Devin, start like pro. Pro readiness? Devin, or are we talking about like potential, or you just think Devin all around? Devin White, Devin White, um, Devin Lloyd just looks like the smart. He's he plays smart. He plays patient. He may not be as explosive as Kobe Dean. He may not have the highlights that he has, but it's because he's just there every single play. He's where he needs to be. He's consistent. He's a he's a field general. He does. He's yeah. a three level player. He can go in the pass. He can stop the run, and he can pass rush. Like he's a really like good all around backer. Same. I feel like I can say no, like the same both, about Nicole though. But I think um, Devin Lloyd is more like instinct. Like when you watch him in the run, mm-hmm. he comes off the ball a lot harder. While I think Nicole Dean is a way better in coverage than, okay. than Lloyd. But I think Lloyd is just like – he's like a true field general. Like he ran that whole defense. And exactly. it's crazy for NFL guys to, to get up to like 100 and something tackles. And this is a guy that in college had 110 tackles. Yeah, that's facts. Okay, I'm, but, I'm fine with. Uh, do you guys think the Texans? Position. Do you think the Texans go with their try to grab a field general linebacker like Devin Lord, or do you think they go with the potential like a Jordan Davis or a Jermaine Johnson? I think, uh, oh man, I think they. I mean, they just really don't have anything. They need they need someone to be able to be there and lead them. You know, they don't they don't have that. That's why that that's that's sort of the reason I wanted them to take like a Kayvon Thibodeau type, but. I mean, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine with them if they can get Devin Lloyd here because he will be able to lead that locker room. He will be able to take control of that defense. Yeah, 
I can, can go, go that way that. too. So Devin Lloyd gone to the Texans. Yeah. That leaves the Ravens at 14. Which leaves them with Jermaine Johnson, Jordan Davis. To me, to me, I think I think you can throw Charlie Cross into that equation too. Yeah, he felt uh, he was actually my seventh pick, Charlie Cross. I don't know how I mean, obviously all of our mocks got messed up because we're yeah. leading away from it, but I think that's good value at that position, or at fourteen. I'm not too sure how the uh, what the Ravens' specific needs are, but if you think they need lineman O line here, because I didn't know that the Ravens got back Kalas Campbell, and I feel like there it just doesn't make sense for Jordan Davis to go there unless you just put him under or put him with Kalas Campbell for that specific reason, just for like that vet presence and like see how far how far and fast he can get acclimated to the NFL. Yeah, I mean, to, to me, I think that, the, I mean, the Ravens had one of the weaker lines in in football, uh, and it was mostly because of their tackles. Like, they have Kevin Zietler. Their, their center is not too bad, Bradley Bozeman. Um, but Alejandro Villanueva is getting old. I mean, I mean, he he... They have Ronnie Stanley. He got hurt though. Uh, yeah. But so I mean, you, you don't know. You don't know how he's gonna come back. You don't know how he's gonna come back. But they, Lamar Jackson is their dude, and we don't know how much. I mean, he he man can run. If if the rush is coming, he'll he will be able to run. But then that takes away, like, like he needs a line. Anyone they need a line, and if if Lamar Jackson is that dude, he is that offense. They need more protection, and that's why I think. That Charlie Cross is the is the answer here. What do you think, Carter? Yeah, I mean, I can see it going because that's that's the needs. The needs is front seven on defense or offensive line. So I mean, I I. Thought they preferred defense, but I mean, I can completely understand getting a tackle here, especially because yeah. they only have one good tackle in Ronnie Stanley. And I think that'll be good too, then, because if we put um, Charlie Cross here for Baltimore, I think Philadelphia needs an edge real bad, and they're right after them. So I think we could give Philadelphia Jermaine Johnson, and I think that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, honestly, I didn't have Jermaine Johnson falling this far. And- Eagles was one of the hardest teams for me to make a pick. And, yeah, Johnson's sitting right there. You got to take him. <laughs> you got to pounce on that. You say, you, you agree, right, Aiden, or you have a different? Just uh... – <laughs> I mean, they could go O-line if they wanted to, but I think Jermaine Johnson is just a great value at 15. Oh, yeah, no, I think Jermaine Johnson is – I mean, he's one of the most raw talents in this year's draft. I mean, oh, he was—he yeah. was on—he was on last chance too, wasn't he? I don't even remember. Maybe. Was he? Yeah, maybe. Wait, I don't even know. I'm That'd pretty be dope. sure he was. I'm pretty sure he was. Um, I mean, uh, let me, let me, he was uh, also—he was also at um, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he left, and then he let—he led the ACC in both tackles for loss and sacks this year. 
Dude's a freak. I, I think he's a top ten talent. And honestly, if if you're if you're the Eagles and you have him fall in the fifteen, you're yeah, you're cherry. You're cherry. <laughs> yeah, no, the Eagles were the Eagles were miserable in the sack department last year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I have no, I have no problem going. But yeah, wow, wow. The Eagles only, according to this, the Eagles only had twenty nine sacks last season. So, I mean, definitely TJ, no problem what? there. <laughs> twenty one. <laughs> what the fuck? He had twenty two. Yeah. So I mean, the Falcons yeah, only yeah, had nineteen. That's, that's terrible. And then the Jaguars had around there too. All right. So yeah, I have no problem taking Jermaine Johnson right here at uh, at fifteen. All right. And the next Saints up, are up next. And All right. there's a lot of ways they should go, but yeah. they could also go the wrong way and pick yeah. one of these quarterbacks <laughs> in the first round. And they are one of those teams that might. Right. Uh, I don't well, think so. I don't think they're going to take any of these quarterbacks over Jameis. Think about it. There's no you, – you guys said it yourself, though. Like, any of these quarterbacks should not be – you know what I'm trying to say. Like, they're not, the like, NFL. anything crazy. It is the NFL. NFL. I really think that, like, we're pushing it back because we don't think these quarterbacks are good. But honestly, I think in the actual draft, there's going to be more quarterbacks going than what's going on here. I had three quarterbacks going in the first. I have Kenny Pickett, Malik, and what's his name, uh, Matt Corral. But but I, have, I don't I see the three. Saints going quarterback. I don't I see the Saints going quarterback. I have three quarterbacks in my mock draft, but none of them go to the Saints. At I least give they, give Jameis a. They they just they just signed Jameis Winston to another contract extension, so they're trying to they're trying to make this work. They're trying to they're make it work. They're just trying to see guy. if the LASIK works, bro. I don't know if they trust <laughs> it. <laughs> well, they they signed him and they signed him in an extension. If it doesn't work, they can go out and get one next year. They wouldn't have given him that money if they didn't think that he was their dude for at least next season. To me, with this pick. They, they moved up to pass the Chargers. And the only thing that both the Chargers and the Saints really need is offensive tackle. And I think right here they go out and get Trevor Penning because right after Trevor Penning, there's a huge fall-off. There's a huge fall-off in tackles. So, I mean, it probably would have worked for me to for them to take Charlie Cross here and not pitch Charlie Cross going to the Ravens. But I think right here, I think they go with Trevor Penning. I think Trevor Penning is a perfect pick. That's what I had in my original mock going to the Saints. And I'm glad that he fell to them in our mock. Makes it easier for me. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Carter? I can, I can, I can go with that because I hope they're smart <laughs> enough not to take a quarterback. <laughs> oh they yeah, no, but they, they still, won't. they still have one. They still have one more pick, so we don't know. <laughs> they might take a receiver. Yeah, I, I had a receiver going next to them and a quarterback. I had yep, Matt Crowd going. At 16, uh, but I can see them taking tackle. So right. these are Chargers. All right. So for the Chargers, they – I know on a lot of these websites I'm looking at, they all say that one of their top needs is receiver, but I don't know why. I don't know why they're saying that. I think they're trying to move they, Keenan Allen. They're trying to clear up some cap. If they move him, uh, if they move him by, I think, June 4th, they save like $16.5 million in cap space. Yeah, but I I also heard the Chargers GM coming out and saying that they are really trying to make a Super Bowl push this year, and Keenan Allen is is the leader. He's yeah, oh, he's. Yeah, I don't think it's a smart move to get rid of him, but I have heard that. 
Rumor. Oh really? Yeah. Oh so, really? What? <laughs> what I? What I, another? Tra- another trade scenario that I see happening here is the Chiefs using both of their picks, or at least one of them, in the second round to move up into this spot to get Jameson Williams. Uh, uh, like, but like again, these trades are hard to navigate. So I didn't have any of them in my, uh, in my mock draft. So at this spot right here, what 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 I see them lacking? I mean, they they just stacked up their defense. They they addressed a major hole at corner, getting J.C. Jackson. They got Khalil Mack. They already have Joey Bosa. I think they're missing an interior D lineman, and this is where I think Jordan Davis falls. I like that. I like that a lot. I forgot yeah, I that think, we didn't draft him yet. I, I think with him on the board, that's where they go. Because I had Adam taking Kenyon Green, but I also didn't have Jordan Davis still on the board. But yeah, uh-huh. I definitely can see that, especially with his talent falling that far. Uh-huh. All right. Um, all right. So up next, we have the Philadelphia Eagles second pick in the first round. What do you guys think? Had him going edge, but they they we we got him getting Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> um, I can see Nicobe Dean. Yeah, that's yeah. who I have for my original. Uh, yeah, to, for me, I see I see two I see two ways they go here. I say they either get a cornerback of the fu- for the future, or they go linebacker. And to me, <sighs> yeah, they do need a corner. Yeah, because there is McDuffie's right there. McDuffie's right there. McDuffie's right. Let him fall two more spots, though, Carter. Let Uh, McDuffie fall two more. (laughs) I think I think I think McDuffie will work great alongside Darius Slay. Uh, Mm. As much as Mm. I as much as I would love for him to fall Mm. to fall to a team that I think would like, (laughs) because I do not like the Eagles. I do not like the Eagles. I want McDuffie on the Pats so bad. But but I think that. They they have a big hole at that second corner spot. You put McDuffie on the other side of Darius Slay, and I think that's a nightmare. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I'm fine with McDuffie. Uh, so so yeah, I really just look at this step. Yeah, really, yeah. Let's really look at that. So right now at corner they have Darius Slay and Avante Maddox. Oh no! Yeah, I they could go either linebacker or corner. I mean, both of them are huge uh-huh. holes, but I think Jermaine Johnson does help them up front. So I mean, maybe oh yeah, I yeah, I think they definitely could go corner here. And yeah. I love I love McDuffie. I think he's a great pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, if Sauce Gardner and Derek Stanley, who I think both are like generational corner towns. Like, if this was a regular cornerback class, McDuffie's a like he's a number one corner, dead ass. He's yeah, like no, one of those guys. Mc, I, think. I think McDuffie is more of a generational than Stingley, just based on what I've been seeing, what I've, the research I've seen. Done. Yeah, and yeah. I've also seen him. Yeah, <laughs> it was a monster. And and the only thing with Stingley, the only hit is he's never played a full season. Uh, Except for like his true. The way I see Stingley is like a Trayvon Diggs. Like he's just a big time playmaker, especially when he's on the field. But <laughs> I just think Trent McDuffie is more of an all around. Well, Maybe that's why I have Stingley so highly rated highly because I feel I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like he's a playmaker. I feel like he's a big playmaker. I like those. Don't get me wrong, right. Duffy does make plays. Yeah, I'm, nobody nobody said he does. <laughs> All right, and at pick nineteen, we have the Saints again. Uh, what do you got? Gotta what do you go guys think? I got Jameson Williams. Yeah, you gotta go, oh, Jameson okay. Williams. Okay. Here, okay. Yep. Yep. 
I, I totally you agree. sure it's One not my... Matt Corral? <laughs> yes, I'm fucking sure. <laughs> I'm so sure. Uh, they just yeah, got a no. tackle to protect Matt Corral. <laughs> tackle to cur- to protect Jameis yeah. Winston. What about Sam Howell? <laughs> Come on now. Stop playing with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Saints, they don't have a lot of holes. Um, they really just need an injury-free season and Alvin Kamara to return to form. Um, and, oh, and if, if Michael Thomas can come back and play like he did, man, that, that pairing is deadly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a trio, too, because you're going to have Kamara. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's insane because that, that defense is not bad at all. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, Steelers is one of the teams I have definitely going quarterback. Yes, I 100% agree. And 100% the quarterback in that quarterback. The, the quarterback in that spot, to me, is Malik Willis. Well, yeah, if he falls this far, I mean, hell yeah. Yeah, facts. Yeah. I already I, gave I Kenny Pickett to the Panthers. Okay. So. I think, yeah. If Malik Willis is here, he's the obvious pick. But if Malik yeah. Willis is off the board, say he does go earlier and we're wrong about a mock draft, who do you have t- them taking here? Sam Howell. Over Matt Corral and Desmond I think Ridley? they would. I think they would. I don't think I would. <laughs> I don't have Sam Howell is yeah. I think he's below both those guys, honestly, Carter. But I think they would go Sam Howell for some reason. They to would me, do that. To me, to me, uh, the way the game is going, like the emergence of Lamar and just all these young athletic quarterbacks, I think Desmond Ritter is uh, next up. Yeah, I like Ritter. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that too because I forgot about his dual threat abilities. Mm-hmm. Dual threat and he's just he's, he's just a winner, man. Like I mean, I know he played at Cincinnati yeah. weaker conference, but he's a he's, he's a winner. No, he's a winner for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I, I see the Steelers taking Malik Willis, especially. I mean, in my mock draft, I had him falling this far, anyways. So I see this as a realistic pick for them. All right, All right. and at twenty-one, the Patriots. Now that McDuffie's Ooh. off the board, I don't know who the hell they gonna take. All right, all right. I have an idea. Um, yeah. What, what do you think, Carter? Let me know. Let me yeah, know. Let who me know. do you who do you have, Raiden? Because I have two all guys. Right. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I ha- I have it between two guys. One guy is someone we already talked about, Nicole Dean. Um, I mean, we we are we already talked enough about him. Like we know we we've discussed what he can do already. Yeah. And the Patriots do have a a slight hole there, at um, head linebacker, but. The the other pick that I, I I'm very high on this guy is uh out of Purdue, George Karlaftis. Okay, okay, we agree on George Karlaftis, but mm-hmm. I think that if he does go backer here, I just think he would go Christian Harris just because that Bama Patriots connection. Oh, uh-huh. okay, yeah, I see that, but okay. yeah, I I what do you think? What do you think, Dev? Um, honestly. I could see also, them doing a bunch. I could see them even going Traylon Burks, though. Yeah, I know it fucks up your Packers, but I can see them going Traylon Burks, too. Yeah, I could <laughs> see them going Traylon Burks. But that's why you should have let McDuffie slide. Daniel Packers would have. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. George Karlaftis, the, the biggest flaw in his game is that he's not the best run defender, but he is 
arguably I mean, one of the best edge, one of the one, of the, one of the best pass rushers in the game. And I mean, the Patriots, like, sure, I mean, their defense took a step back last year, maybe, but their running defense isn't horrible. And I mean, you used well. What's up? What's up? Bill Belichick has been always known of finding crafty edges late in drafts. Uh huh. Yeah. That's one reason why I don't like him there. Ooh. Christian Harris, Nicobe Dean, I think they're both valid picks. Uh-huh. But I think the thing that he saw this year and the reason why Traylon Burks could be a very viable option for wide receiver this year is that he saw that no matter how good his defense is, they're not stopping the Bills and they need more firepower offensively. Don't worry, because like, with the Bills. No, because that's wait. the biggest thing is that the that Bill Belichick learned is like, no matter how good your defense is, they're not stopping the Bills, they're not stopping the Chiefs, and you don't have enough firepower offensively to compete with them. And I know like Raiden doesn't want us to go trade in Berkshire because like the Packers are right up next. But we got Jahan Dotson, who I think is like a great hey, I think he's a hey, good hey, receiver. Hey, 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 I think he's a good receiver hey. that is left for Raiden wants two receivers in the first round. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, y'all need to chill with that. That's but not I'm, happening. I'm, By the way, I'm, we bait drafted like these receivers uh, so fast, bro. It's not hey, happening. Hey, hey. <laughs> Don't hey, You're the one who threw um, the receivers off the board so fast. I had a lot hey, of they, 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 ju- they just what, – what did they trade or sign Devontae Parker? They don't need more receivers. They went and got a receiver that they believed in. They don't need another one. I didn't, oh, realize, you saying, can oh, compete. I didn't realize you can compete with the Bills and the Chiefs with one receiver. With well, they don't Parker. have – they don't just have one. The pro- – the, Jacoby Myers is not a bad receiver. Nikhil Harry, they just drafted him. He's not a bad receiver either. And then they go out and get Devontae Parker. They just signed their – or tri- what did they – they they either signed – does anyone know if they signed or traded him? Does anyone know? Who, who Devontae Parker? Devontae Parker. Or, I think they signed him, or I don't okay. even know. They, ju- they, just, they just signed Devontae Parker. We want to go here. I know, I know, I, I know you guys are just going to – I know you guys are just going to no change – I know you guys are gonna just no. choose Traylon Burks just to get at me. <laughs> the thing is, in my original, okay, bro, okay, bro, okay, I will What's remain impartial. I'm gonna tell you the facts of the situation. I had Traylon Burks going to New Orleans at 19. I had okay. Bernhard Raymond, who's a offensive lineman, going to the Pittsburgh Steelers at 20. McDuffie okay, no. to the Pats at 21. Yeah, there's, that's why I was wrong. I was wrong on that one. McDuffie to 21 or to the Pats at 21. I had Jamison Williams falling to you guys. Falling I had to the Packers. Chris Olave falling to the Packers, but y'all just want to throw them all off the board. So maybe Traylon yeah. Burks should go off the board to the Pats. No, okay, <laughs> no, okay. Hear me out, bro. They, the, it's Bill Belichick, bro. He doesn't need. Yeah, he's not gonna draft. He's not gonna draft a receiver. There's no shot. He doesn't no need. No shot. He drafts a receiver. I don't. He, think. Doesn't, he doesn't. I don't think he cares about his offense. I really don't. I really don't think he cares about his offense. You saw what happened <laughs> the last time they drafted a receiver in the first. Yeah, his name's Nikhil Harry, and for some exactly. reason, Raiden thinks he's, he's good. Ass. No, he's fucking ass. <laughs> he's horrible. <laughs> he's bad. He's that bad. The, so I, I couldn't help but laugh. Like, they're gonna, Raiden, they're Raiden gonna try yeah, to argue yeah. with yeah. <laughs> that shit. Was funny. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, that was whatever, comedy. Whatever. I think. No, I think the pick I, here I, is one I of those. I think they're guys. going. I think they're going Her- Christian Harris. Like that's yeah. My that's been my pick for them. I think the pick is. I think the pick is one of those linebackers. 
Reading can take a deep breath now. All right, next pick is the Packers. All right, Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks. I mean, God, you guys. All right, Traylon Burks. I've watched so much film on this guy. Debo vibes. Before I even, I mean, he looks like Des Bryant out there. I don't, Mm. I don't know where, I don't know where this, I mean, Debo comparison is. I mean, I'm just gonna. It's just the fact that he runs the ball. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let the uh, analysts take that, take mm-hmm. that, uh, that stance because I mean I really don't know. But from the highlights that I saw, he he reminds me of a Des Bryant. I mean, like he's a, he's a little too big to be a slot, you know. But he's got that speed. He's got that route running. Mm-hmm. He's got the yards after catch. And like I mean, receiver the way he plays, like he he plays like he should be a lot bigger, but he's not. That's why he's fall. That's why he's fallen so far. But uh, man, I, I I love watching this guy play. He he's crafty. He's I mean he's fast. Um, I mean, what what would you have? Oh, you had Jameson Williams falling to here. Yeah. Because we gave New or- uh we gave Traylon Bur- I mean Jameson to New Orleans, and that's where I had Traylon Burks going at first. Mm-hmm. But then uh, since. He fell down to you guys, yeah, for sure. I think Traylon Burks is definitely the right pick for this mock, for sure. And I'll say mm-hmm. the general management really hates Aaron Rodgers, and they don't take a receiver here. What direction can the Packers go in? <laughs> I mean, I see, I see them going. I mean, last um, year after year, the Packers have so many injuries on that O line. Um, David Bakhtiari still has not come back. Elton Jenkins is currently playing out of position, and then the guard the guard situation is just messy. So I could see them reaching for like a Zion Johnson, or or Raymond going nigga. out. <laughs> the Raymond nigga, Bernard Raymond. No, Bernard he's Raymond. not. He's he's not a first, he's not a first round talent. He he's. I can also see them going after a guy like Tyler Linder Linderbaum. Because he can he can play the center and the guard position. No. Do you think that if Traylon Burks does get taken by the Patriots here, right before them, mm-hmm. do you think they would take a player to help them out outside of receiver and try to wait for another receiver at twenty eight, or do you think they would reach oh, on a for, receiver at this spot? For sure. Uh, in a lot of my mock drafts, I did have all of those receivers going, and then and even some of my other mock drafts, I had or or other drafts that I've seen. I've seen them be able to get Traylon Burks at that later pick. Um, yeah. Another another way, other, if they don't decide to go O-line, another route that I'd like to see them go is to find a replacement for Zadarius Smith. So to, so yeah, to, find, it, to find it, yeah, to find that edge guy, George Karloftis, I mean, uh, in, in this whole process, he's, he's expressed that he'd like to stay in the Indiana area because, um, I mean, he – Carl Loftus is from Greece. Him and his family moved to Indiana. He stayed home to play at Purdue, and I mean Green Bay is right in that area. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think that's also the route they could go if he still is here. At twenty eight or twenty two? Uh, at twenty two. But at but at twenty two, if Traylon Burks is there, they need their guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I thank right, you guys so for letting Cardinals. him fall. Mm-hmm. Cards. I have Kair Elam, the Florida corner, uh, just because I know that Arizona needs a corner. 
but I'm open to options. Uh-huh. Um, I have not. I did not see George Karloftis falling to boy um, to Car- the Cardinals as an edge. But even if he does fall, I still think there's a chance that they take Boye Mafe. Just because they lost wow. Chandler Jones, and I think that uh-huh. adding someone, him more. adding someone who resembles him more and helps out in the run game as well, not just the pass, might be the direction that they go. Mm-hmm. Wow, I this is the that. first. This is the first one that we've had in a while that all three of us have different guys. Because to me, I mean. Kyler Murray, he's beat up every single season, and I think they need an old lineman here, some someone like uh, Linderbaum, you know, um, like they're they're just they're they're tackles like it's not it's not very good. They have Beecham and Humph- DJ Humphreys out there, but the inside of that old line is 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 a big hole too. So I mean, Linderbaum, Linderbaum. He plays, yeah, Linderbaum, he can play he can play center, he can play guard. Just someone to protect. Uh, I think I like. I like. I, like, I think I, I. think I like whoever Carter said before. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think that guy that Carter said before should go to the cards. Then. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I also think that if they do go O line and they don't go edge, I think that for the same reasons you just said, I think Kenyon Green is a better fit than Lindenbaum. I think so? Lindenbaum is more of a true center, and they have Rodney yeah. Hudson there, uh-huh. which is a solid center. While I, Kenyon Green has shown that throughout his whole college career, he's been able to move from position to position. Okay, yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen too much of him. I, I didn't for when I was when I was looking at O linemen, I was looking at like guys that I consistently saw making the first round. So I mean, if 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 you're saying that he's a better fit, then like sure, I I, I agree because I. In some in some drafts, I've mock drafts, I've seen him going to the Packers, but I'm I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to seeing him go all the way up to the Cardinals. Talented is a really talented player. Yeah, yeah. He might be even more talented than Green, but I think that he's more of a true center, and I think that the team that will pick him will get a great value because they need a center. But I can see him going edge or offensive line. So I'm good with uh, Kenyon Green at that spot for the Cards for sure. Who's Kenyon? Oh no! Wait, yeah, yeah, Kenyon Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, did you just arguing? All right, so we're cool there. Damn. Yeah. Right. So, so Karloftis and Boyamase are both falling. I know. I know. All right. All right, guys. Dev, you're taking this over, but I think um, I'm going to Linda Ball here. Whoa. I like, uh, yeah, I like Lindemann here. I think oh. everybody on our – not everybody on our O-line, but our O-line is getting f- old. Yeah. They're getting old. Zach Martin's not going to be around forever. I think Lindemann could be the next – that next guy for us that – he he's probably going to – no, I can't say he's going to be the Creed Humphrey of the draft, but he's going to end up being – because he's like one of the true centers in this class, and he's yeah. – a great center like he's a pro center already he's like a nfl center and i think he's a plug and play guy right as you draft him so i would have no problem with us going with linda bomb here Raiden, who'd you have him going with you know i mean with all these guys falling i really don't know but in my original mock draft i had zion johnson going to the cowboys so i'm the only one that went different what what, what did you what I had did him, you say i had him taking ojabo 
Oh, job. Okay. I mean, I guess. Just because, like, what they did with Jalen Smith, where it's kind of the yeah. same situation where he's going to miss the first year, but you're getting a great talent. But, I mean, yeah, I understand yeah. O-line here as well. Yeah, the only, the only reason I went Zion Johnson is because, like, I mean, he he is strong. He's athletic. Um, and, like, the, the Cowboys are its best when they have, like, that O-line. Uh, it better not go J- uh, Ojabo in the first, though. We did Jalen <laughs> Smith. We did Jalen Smith in the second round. Come on. Now. Hey, all I got to say is whoever gets Ojabo, if they yeah, can if wait, he falls to the second. They're great. No, but I don't even see him. Like, I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't think so either. Me neither. is a dude who was a top five draft pick before he just tore his Achilles. Yeah. Oh, top, top five is stretch. Top ten, yeah. Top ten comfortably, top five reaching, but I thought no, Achilles no, were the two best D linemen in the draft. But Achilles, bro, what is up with you in these Michigan motherfuckers? And I'm a Michigan State fan. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell? I seen them play. Be that bro. good? I seen them play. <laughs> so they can't be that good. Yeah, how are they gonna play without each other though? It's not like I don't know. Who knows? Oh, we'll but see. you want you want to talk you want to talk about. Um, you want to talk about Trayvon Walker being a great edge for Georgia when he's got to play without? I didn't say he was a great edge, though. He wasn't a great edge. Look at the stats. He wasn't a no, great edge. No, no, but I mean, edge. you're talking about him being potentially the, one of the best edges, but he's he played with two potential first-round D-tackles. Bro, his whole, like, starting 11 for the defense is probably going to end up getting drafted, okay? So I don't think <laughs> yeah. that you can put that against him, especially if he's <laughs> one of the standouts of that defense. All right. Bills. Bills. Man. I had them taking pen. I had pen and balling all the way over here, but wow, really? Yeah. Is that okay? But now that he is on the board and he has fall this far, I like McDuffie. No, we gave him to the oh wait. Did we not no. give McDuffie? We gave him to yeah, who we, the Patriots. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, the Eagles, Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. The oh yeah. Wait, we gave him a long time ago. What yeah. He's still there. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Booth, Andrew Booth, Roger Curry. Um, I don't see an. I don't see another any yeah, more linemen that are on the board yep. for them to take, and I think cornerbacks their other, yeah, other option. I I one hundred percent agree, Andrew Booth. I mean, uh, he's been falling off a lot of draft boards, and I I really don't know why. Like, I mean, Clemson was not Clemson was not good like as a whole this past season, but I mean, and, Andrew Booth still is a stud. I think. No, that's, I think Booth I think is that's a strong. Booth is a really good player. I just think that yeah. McDuffie has done so much in this offseason to really boost oh, yeah, no. his draft stock that Booth – I mean, that Booth had just fall. Oh, yeah. No, no, for sure. For sure. I, to- I totally I, – I, I see why they fall the way they do in their rankings. But Andrew, Andrew Booth falling this far to the Bills, I, that, I have no problem with that. They, have, they would have to take him. All right. The Titans, they don't have a lot of holes either. But okay, all right. I like I like this because they need an edge guy, and we still have George Karlaftis available. <laughs> and it's only fitting. Do you think they go there instead of offensive line? I think I think they. Wait, who's on the clock right now? The Titans. Titans. They have to address edge, bro. It's not like their offensive line is detrimental. It's just like 
Actually, didn't yeah. they sack Joe Burrow nine times? Was that I mean, against the Titans? I, mean, like, I think any I think any sacks against Joe Burrow don't really. <laughs> I don't count. think they yeah. really count. Nine in the game. <laughs> yeah, but like still, if they can get that consistent, like consi- even or step it up, that might it might boost them. Or like, where are the other holes? They could even go yeah. receiver here. To be honest. Oh yeah, no, I totally see them going going receiver, but. Last year, their offensive line ranked 16th middle of the pack. I don't think that it's as bad. Dire. As, yeah, it's not dire. Yeah, so I, I totally uh, – if George Karlaftis is here, uh, I'm, Take him. That, that's 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 who my guy is. If you, uh, All right. Uh, you guys can make a case for anybody else, but that's, that's – that's I'm, I'm, I'm happy with – yeah, I'm happy with Karlaftis. The next pick is even harder. Like, I'm, there's nowhere that I can see him going. All the guys I had for the Bucks are all off the board. That's why I have to make this, or I'm going to throw his name out there as a reach. And just because I know that the tackle is, like, kind of a need for them. Mm-hmm. Even though they have Vita V. I don't know why I was listed yep, as. Throw it out there, buddy. Throw it out there. What you think? DeMarvin Leal. Whoa, 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 Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, okay, wait, y'all don't know who DeMarvin Lee is? Wait, hold on. What team does he play for? The Texas A&M, Texas A&M. He's the, he's the center. He was number one. He was literally, the D, he was a D tackle, and he was number one for Texas A&M. You're going to put him over Devontae Wyatt? Wyatt? Yeah. Uh... I think so, yeah. to be honest. To be honest. Because that's what I thought you were going to say. When you said D-tackle, no. I was yeah. like, show yeah, me the why. I was like, yeah, I was like, all right, but whoa. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta, watch the tape. You'll be impressed. Watch the tape. You'll be impressed. Right. But, well, I mean, you guys me, can go wherever. To me, I see this going two ways, all right? Because the books, I mean, they they have this late first-round pick for a reason. They're, they're a solid team inside out. I see them going either – we already said his name, Devontae Wyatt, interior D lineman, or pair someone with Shaq Barrett like Ojabo. Oh, they I are. See that. A team I could that see could that. That, that would do that. Yeah, they could wait a year. See, they could wait a year oh, and get yeah, that. That would be nasty. That would be yeah. nasty. I, I would hate it, but like it, that's. And you that's know Tom Brady would do it because he's a Michigan guy. Yeah. <laughs> This nigga act like hey, Tom Brady the GM. Bro, <laughs> hey, is he much? not? He brought Antonio <laughs> Brown in. <laughs> he brought Gronk in. Okay, wait. Pause real quick, Dev. Who did you have the Cowboys taking? Lindenbaum. 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 Okay, got it. I would honestly like that pick just because you could just put, play him right away. You don't have to really worry. All right, All Packers. Right. So are we cool? Wait, so we're cool with the Bucks taking Ojabo? Yeah. I, I love once scary. you said it, I loved it. That's once scary. you said That's it, scary. I loved it. Like I absolutely it's hate it, it, but like I it's it's gotta be it. But is it scary? Is it scary a year from now when Ojabo and I mean it is gonna be scary a year from now. Ojabo. Shaq Barrett. Shaq Dev, Barrett. Dev's like, just Dev's Dev just saying this because he thinks Tom Brady's not in the top ten. <laughs> we're talking about their defense for now. Their <laughs> offense. <so. laughs> Right, I mean, yeah, because so, then you'd have like top guys at every position. You know, Mike Evans exactly. top five. Oh my God, Tom Brady top, top five. Five, you're killing me, bro. All right, um, 
You know, honestly, I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. I think I have a couple guys in mind, so if you guys say them, like uh, I'm, I'll be cool with it. What do you guys think? What do you think the Packers do with this next pick? I have a couple guys in mind, but I, I, I want to hear you guys. Jahan Dotson's still here. Who? Jahan Dotson, Penn State. Oh, Dotson, the uh, yeah, Penn State, Penn State guy. I didn't hear you the first time. I mean. I like. I think Elam could go. Mm, I don't. I can see that too. It's Green Bay, though. It's, yeah, I don't think. I don't think Green Bay needs a corner because I, I mean they have Jair Alexander coming back, Eric Stokes, and Russell Douglas. To me, the two positions I'm looking at is O line, so Zion Johnson, or they go edge to try to fill the hole Zadarius Smith left. So I mean, Nicole, we still have Nicole Dean here. And then we also have uh, Boy Moff, Mafe or whatever. Bro, so uh, I'm Ma- between I those three Mafe. right now. You do? Raiden, you be giving your players I, I, I away, think bro. He's a, I think he's really good. What do you mean? That, what are you saying, Dev? Because, like, I swear George Karloftis was here, like, three picks ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I... <laughs> yeah. And I would have given him to – I would have – Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's still. I also, Brian, I also gave away Ojabo. I also gave away Ojabo. Yeah. Facts. So. <laughs> but to be fair, you guys need now. You guys can't Yeah, y'all wait. need now. You guys y'all are trying wait. to win now. So Ojabo, would, I would wait. not have agreed with that. But to the Bucks, that's okay. – I can agree. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Zion Johnson, Boy Mafe. What, what are you guys thinking? Because both of them, I feel like it's equal hole. Like, the all I think, I think if you're O-line trying is, to – I think if you're trying to win now – Aaron Rodgers proved like he can do it with no matter who's on that other oh. line. And I think, okay. yeah, that defense is the next thing you got to do. At least that's my All opinion. right. All right. All right. And, and you, you're high on boy Mafe. He's a Minnesota product. I watch Big Ten football, bro. I watch Big Ten football. They, he good. All right. All right. That, that's the route they're going then. That's the route they're going. All right. Great. Now we got the Chiefs back to back. And I have an idea of what I want them to do. Um, but uh, let, let's hear it, guys. I'd say me. Besides saying names, I wanted to know what you guys want the Chiefs to do here with this back-to-back. Like, what needs? I mean, I think, like, I don't know if I like it, but I've been hearing Jahan Dotson. Me too. But, I mean, if I was them, I like defense. And I think I would go cornerback safety. You go corner safety? I think If I was their coach, I'd go cornerback safety. I think I'd definitely have to address that receiver spot. And then yeah. safety or or safety. I don't, I don't know if safety you, receiver. you address it because you got. I mean, Juju's yeah, all facts. right. All this Scantlin, you just went out and went out for. Like you uh-huh. went out and got receivers. Like it's not like you need a draft yeah. a dude. And like honestly, you draft a dude like Jahan Dotson. Like yeah, you could help out right now, but I don't see him being your overall starting one or two this year. Yeah. Okay. Even if you do draft him in the first round. All right. So. I'm I'm gonna be bold here. I agree. They I agree. They do need a corner. But they also need a safety without Tyron Matthews. I think I think Kair Elam is is the choice here at corner. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna be bold here. I think they get Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. You know this guy. He is such a raw receiver. He is super athletic. He's six four. He can jump. He can run. He can do all of these things. Don't he just needs to fine tune his game up a little bit more? But like he is a raw athlete, and I think 
the only one of the only quarterbacks that'll be able to bring out his maximum potential is one of the most talented, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Patrick Mahomes. So I mean, he yeah, he might he might still be there at uh, like in their second round at pick fifty, but I I think that like that that pairing of because uh, uh, I've heard I've heard a lot of people saying that uh, Christian Watson may have the highest ce- highest ceiling out of all the receivers in the draft. Yeah, I just don't see them doing like, that, to be honest. I think Jahan Dotson's a more realistic option. Yeah, think, me too. I think I understand what you're saying, Raiden. It's a great pick if they do do this, but I don't think they will do this. You know, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And I think for so, me – So, yeah, it's, it's, what, it's I think, what I would like them to do. Yeah. No, yeah. I think Elam is definitely one of their picks. Yeah, if he's yes, still for here sure. As a cornerback. For sure. And that second pick, I think it's most likely Jahan Dotson. But if I'm there, I would love to see them take Dax Hill. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's why I don't want them to take Elam. I'd rather them take Jahan Dawson and Dax Hill. Oh, now that's a debate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I think they for sure take Jahan Dotson. So I, I'm just throwing them in there because I think that's yeah. probably one so of the So Dax Hill or Elam? Because think about the safety depth. In the, or, like, who are they going to grab if they don't grab Dax Hill? Those are both dudes who fall to them. So, like, they could grab either one. Like, either one of those guys, Dax Hill or Elam, could yeah, could but go you, before. They only, have, they only have one more spot yeah. after Jahan's Dotson. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. So, it's Elam or Dax. To, to me, I think, the, I think the answer is corner because they still have, like, Justin Reed. They lost Tyron Matthew, big hit, but they have – a viable like they have a viable safety up there they don't have corners yeah I, really? I think i go elon. i think i go elon really too. Not valuable. on this on on their depth chart their corners oh, are rashad fenton the legerious sneed chris lamons and deandre baker they wait don't, one more time one more time one more time one more time sorry rashad rashad fenton Legarius Sneed, okay. Chris Lamons, and DeAndre Baker. Uh, who? <laughs> so I think DeAndre I think Baker. Corner... I know who that is. He was Georgia guy a couple years ago. He's a first round draft pick by the Giants, I think. Well, so, he's like... he's fourth on their depth. Yeah, card, so. <laughs> Josh just said just Josh just said he's a criminal. <laughs> he robbed the Ryan Giants of a draft pick, and I'm pretty sure he actually like armed robbery somebody. Yeah. Well, right. so, yeah, being I, on the I Giants. Have... Like what? So yeah, I think I think I think Elam is is that pick, and then second, are we going Jahan? Are we going Jahan Dotson? Yeah, I think for sure they're gonna take Dotson. Yeah. All right, all right, and up next the Bengals. I I love this for the Bengals because Zion Johnson is still there. They they need help on that O line. They need a guy who can move around. They need a big athletic. Oh, lineman. I mean, of course, I think I think if if the if the Chiefs didn't go out and get Elam, that would be the obvious pick. Um, but I think, like, I mean, just to shore up that O line. I mean, Joe Burrow picked the most hits last year out of any cornerback. Like, even though they got some pickups in the off season, I think they really just need to solidify the O line. Sorry, I missed that. What was, like, who was the name? I heard what you said about him, but I didn't hear the name. Zion Johnson. Yeah, he's the O lineman. Okay, yeah. I'm fine with them I, taking O line there. I see him going O line. Okay. Yep. And then yeah, my, my, the Lions. My, the Lions. All right. 
Carter. I literally, I literally put next to the Bengals. Best O line available. <laughs> Where did Zion Johnson wild. play? Uh, Boston College. I mean, there's a lot of safeties that fall here, which makes Kyle Hamilton <laughs> not look as great. But yeah, I mean, you got a lot, a lot of f- options here, buddy. I think there's a few ways you could go. I mean, who do y'all have going here? Because, I mean, I have, I have three different guys I'm thinking of. All right, Devin, you want to go first? I have Matt Corral. <laughs> I have – all right. So, don't, my reasoning for this is – wait, Carter, do you see the Lions picking a quarterback in this draft? Yeah. Because I, I do. The, the reason I have them picking a quarterback in the first round – is they have the 32 and the 34th pick. Whatever they can get here, they're going to be able to get lit in these next picks. I mean, they have not, they, they obviously have 32, but they have 34. So whoever they can get here, they're going to be able to get on day two. The difference between picking a quarterback in the first and the second round is if you pick a quarterback in the first round, they get a fifth year option. So if this is your, if this is your guy for the future, you get him on his rookie contract for one more year. So I think right here, I don't think it's Matt Corral to me. Devin Ritter is the better quarterback, just the way the game is going. So I, I have them picking Ritter here. I mean, I feel like, okay, I know Desmond Ritter ran the 4-5-4, but I feel like Matt Corral is just as good as scrambling as Desmond Ritter. I like if, – if, I mean, I was looking at – I was looking at Christian Watson, Sky Moore, or Drake or Jackson from USC – but okay. I, now that you say that, that make, does make sense. But if if I was going between those three guys, I think we're taking Christian. Christian. But I mean, if I'm looking at quarterback, like you said, and that is a smart way to look at it. I personally, personally, oh, I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them. I don't like <laughs> any of them. He said, Next year, we're, he said we're tanking this year. Well, honestly, Jared Goff <laughs> is the guy for another year. Bruh, he's just, he's just, hey, he's just saying, say, he said, hey, yo. All I got to say is <clears throat> Jared, Goff, Jared Goff is the guy that will get us the number one draft pick next year. <laughs> one of these two That's guys are the guys can, that will get us the seventh yeah. pick next year. And I don't want that. You know? Okay, but the, the, thing, the thing is, the thing is, regardless, Whoever you pick here is going to be sitting for most of the season. So Jared Goff still may be able to get you to that first pick. And you don't need to waste it on a quarterback. You can get your quarterback of the future at 32 where you pay him a lot less. You still get the fifth-year option, you know? Like he doesn't want the quarterback of the future at 32. He wants the quarterback of the future at one or two. See, the thing is that about Matt Corral and Ritter is they're both really good leaders. Uh-huh. Matt Corral plays a lot more heart, honestly. Ritter's more pro-ready. I think Matt yes. Crow could get better. But I don't want Ritter because of what I saw in the semifinal game. And call it talent around him, maybe, because he was playing against freaking Bama or whatever. But uh-huh. I think if I'm going one quarterback and I'm the GM, I'm take, I want Corral. All right, he, that's he, fine. Played in North, he played in North Carolina blue. Put him in that Detroit yep. Lion blue. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Or that old, I mean, uh, Ole Miss blue. Ole Miss. Yeah, not same Howell. thing, same thing. 
Same thing. Same they had thing. the baby blues. They had the baby blues. Yeah. All right. And that wraps it up. Oh, man. How are we feeling about this, guys? How are we feeling we... about no trades in the first round? Well, I mean, this is a mock draft with there, no trades. So, like, we know, be... yeah. No, but, like, like I, where... I do feel I do feel fine with Matt Crowd. There is potential there if mm-hmm. we do grab him. Oh. All right. Let me just read this off. Okay. We got the Jaguars taking Aiden Hutchinson at one. Best player in the draft. Best player in the draft. We got the Lions <laughs> taking Kyle Hamilton at two. We got Iquanu, the old lineman from NC State at three to Houston. Thibodeau to the Jets at four. The Giants taking Evan Neal at five. The Panthers taking Kenny Pickett, their quarterback for the future. The Giants taking Trayvon Walker at seven. The Falcons taking Drake London. Seattle taking Sauce Garner. Jets taking Garrett Wilson. Washington taking Chris Olave. The Vikings taking Derek Stingley Jr. Texans taking Devin Lloyd. Ravens taking Charles Cross. Eagles taking Jermaine Johnson. Saints taking Trevor Penning. Chargers taking Jordan Davis. Eagles taking Trent Duffy. McDuffie. The Saints taking James Jameson Williams. Steelers taking Malik Willis. Patriots taking Christian Harris. Packers taking Traylon Burks. Cardinals taking Kenyon Green. Cowboys taking Linderball. Bills taking Andrew Booth. Titans taking Karloftis, Bucks taking Ojabo, Packers taking Boye Mafe, Chiefs taking Elam, Chiefs also taking Jahan Dotson, Bengals taking Zion Johnson, and the Lions taking Matt Corral to finish the first.